Good morning, my brothers and sisters, or it will be good afternoon by the time you hear this. I want to thank you once again for tuning in to Get a Grip. And I want to be transparent with you today and let you know that I've been missing for a few weeks. And the reason for that is because my heart was overwhelmed with so much that's going on today with this pandemic and so many lives being lost till I found it difficult to come on here and once again talk about grief. Because I was like, Lord, I don't want to talk about grief anymore. Because I know, we all know, that at some point in our lives, we all are going to grieve. But it just seemed like it began to take its toll on me constantly talking about grief. But I know that's what God has called me to do. And so I had to get over myself. And I want to tell you that I didn't get over myself by myself because I had not even planned on recording anything today. But as I was talking to someone who I love like a daughter, her name is Dion, and she asked me this morning, was I going to do a podcast? And I told her no. I told her that, I said, Dion, I, I feel like I don't have anything in me left. I feel like I don't have anything to say. And she said, it's okay. And she suggested something. She said, well, because she listens to my podcast all the time. She said, I remember, she said, you covered just about everything. She said, you talked about hope. And I want to tell you, and Dion, when you listen, after I got off the phone with Dion, the Holy Spirit said, hope. That was the key word. Hope is not only what I needed to keep going, to keep persevering, but hope is what all of you need, what all of us need. And immediately, I got on my phone in my notes, and the Holy Spirit started downloading something for me to say. And He gave me an acronym for hope. And I'm going to go through each letter of the word hope as it was downloaded to me this morning. First, we're going to talk about the H in hope, which is hope. What does it mean to hope? Hope in scripture means 
a strong and confident expectation. And I was reminded of this old hymn. And okay, I'm I'm not going to sing it because I'm not a singer. But the words are, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When darkness hides his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. That's the hymn that the Holy Spirit brought to my attention as I thought about the word hope. And there are some scriptures that talks about hope that I want to share with you. Just a few. Ephesians 1.18 tells us, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. And Hebrews 10.23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Isaiah 40.31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles, They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And Psalm 33, 18. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love. And then my favorite scriptures of them all, and I'm sure it's a favorite for a lot of you out there who's listening. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. To sum this all up, my brothers and sisters on hope, let us not lose hope. Let us not put our hope in things or people, but let us have our hope in God. God is the only one who will not disappoint us, even when we think that he has. When things don't go the way we expect them to, or in the way in which we prayed for them to go, we still must keep our hope in God, whose unfailing love never ceases. He works all things out for our good. So I admonish you, my brothers and sisters, to have hope in God. And then let's go to the word O in hope. 
And the word the Lord gave me was omnipresent. And omnipresent means all present or present everywhere. And David said it best. In Psalm 139, 7 through 12, he said, Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest part of the sea, even there your hand will lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, and the light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you, and the night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are alike to you. In Proverbs 15:3, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, watching the evil and the good. Jesus is omnipresent. For in Matthew 18, 20, it tells us this. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. My brothers and sisters, God is everywhere at the same time. As I am speaking to you, he is with me and he is with you also. He is everywhere in the world as I speak. So my friends, we are never alone. He is always with us. He's with us in the good days. He is with us in the bad days. While he's where you are comforting you, at the same time, he is with that other person who's far, far away. Our loved ones may be far away from us at this time, but God is near to them while he is also near to you and I. Remind yourself of God's omnipotence when you feel like you're all alone. Remind yourself that no matter what those empty feelings tell you, God is right there because God is omnipresent. And now let's talk about the P in hope which we all know that we all need to be doing. And that's prayer. Prayer is simply a dialogue between God and people, especially his covenant partners. Prayer is essential, my brothers and sisters. It was important for Jesus to pray, so it should be just as important and even more so for you and me to pray and to pray without ceasing. Now, praying without ceasing does not necessarily mean that we just walk around all day just praying, 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 and don't do anything else. But it does mean that we should begin our days with God in prayer And even throughout the day, when a situation arises on our jobs or wherever we are, in the grocery store, 
somebody has a bad attitude or anything that's going on, we can take that time and just say a quick prayer. Even if it's just saying Jesus, just calling on the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. And always in your day in prayer. Always begin with prayer, end with prayer. Whatever you are facing in life today, pray. When you need to make a decision, pray. When you need direction, pray. When you don't know what to do, pray. All of us are facing different things in life, and no matter what it is, God wants to hear from us. God wants to hear from me. God wants to hear from you. So let's look at a few people in the Bible who prayed diligently to God. The prayer of Jabez. It says that Jabez prayed for four things. That God would bless him. That God would enlarge his territory. That God's hand might be with him. And that God would keep him from evil. In Isaiah 38, 1 through 5, it tells us this about Hezekiah. In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order because you are going to die. You will not recover. And you know what Hezekiah did? Hezekiah, the word tells us that Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. And he reminded God, remember Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes. And then Hezekiah wept bitterly, the word says. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah. Go and tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord, the God of your father David says. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life. Yes, God heard his prayer. God saw Hezekiah's tears. And then Hannah, Hannah prayed for a child. In 1 Samuel 1 through 1, 10 through 11, in her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life and no razor will ever be used on his head. You see, my brothers and sisters, we can pray for anything in any situation. 
We can pray for healing. We can pray for direction. We can pray for God to lead us and guide us and show us what to do and when to do it. We can pray for God's protection. We can pray for God to free us from anything, any stronghold that has a hold on us. And in Acts 16, 25 through 29, it says this, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loose. My brothers and sisters, these are just a few examples of how and what people have prayed for and are praying for today. The key here is to always pray. So whatever your need is today, pray. God hears your prayer, he sees your tears, and he will provide. And now let's talk about the last letter in the word hope, which is the letter E. And this is what the Lord placed on my heart. Everlasting everlasting ever the definition for everlasting is that which endures forever either that which has no beginning and will have no end which is applicable to God or that which having a beginning will have no end but henceforth will exist forever our God is an everlasting God. Psalm 105 tells us this, For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endureth to all generations. And let's look at Isaiah 40, 28. It says this, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. So God never gets tired or weary of us coming to him in prayer. He waits for us to come to him. He wants us to come to him. And in Jeremiah 31.3, it tells us this. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. Isaiah 26, 4 tells us this, Trust in the Lord forever, for in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. And Psalm 90 and 2, Before the mountains were born, or you gave birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Everything about God is everlasting. 
Nothing about God ends, not his love, his mercy, his kindness, his faithfulness, his provision, his healing. All of it is everlasting. Can you even fathom that? The God we serve is an everlasting God. He was here before he created the earth. He has always been here. And we, as his children, have the distinct honor to be in his presence. He was here before the earth was created, and he will be here when the earth is gone. In summation, my brothers and sisters, stay hopeful. I know this is a difficult season we're in with this pandemic and with COVID-19 affecting so many families and lives being lost and others having been on the brink of death yet survived, hallelujah. We don't know the reason, but we do know that God is good and hope is readily available for each of us to take a hold of and not let go. Hold on to your hope in God in this season. When life causes you to lose hope, Call on the name of Jesus, and he will come to your rescue. He has not left you. He has not abandoned you. He is near. Let us pray. Father, we come to you in the name above all names, the precious name of Jesus Christ. We stand in need of so many things today, Lord, in this season. And we ask that you help us to keep hope alive in our hearts. When we begin to feel hopeless, Father, remind us to have hope in you. Remind us of your omnipresence. Remind us to pray. Remind us of your everlasting mercy, love, and kindness towards us. Touch every listener, Father, and give them peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray they put their hope and trust in you, the author and perfecter of our faith. Holy Spirit, visit the hospitals and comfort those who are battling COVID and other sicknesses and diseases. Strengthen the family members, Lord, who have been given news that their loved ones will not make it. Uphold them with your righteous right hand, Father. May they feel your everlasting love in a tangible way. We need you, Lord. Oh, how we need you. Everything, Father, must bow down to the name of Jesus. Heal our hearts, Father. Heal our minds. Heal our bodies. And heal our land of this dreadful virus. May we keep our hope in you all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that something I said today encourages you. And as always, my brothers and sisters, have hope 
for a better tomorrow. Until next time, be encouraged. God bless.